Welcome to the Your Home God's Way podcast. I'm Penny Tussie and it is so good to have you here. I help women live their best lives spiritually, physically and financially. Today's episode is called Worry Less and Trust More. I've been thinking a lot about trust lately, and I think we need to be thinking about it, especially in the light of what's happening in the world at the moment. Do I really trust God to take care of me and my family in the big things and in the little things? Sometimes it's actually harder to trust God with the little everyday stuff. Does he really care about the little things in my life? Does he care about the little things in my son's lives? The short answer is yes, he does. So the questions I'm asking myself lately are, am I living as if I trust God? Or am I kind of half praying, half worrying my way through life? How does a woman who trusts God live? How does she act? There's a well-known passage in Matthew 6 about worry. Let's read it together. Verse 25. Therefore, I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or drink, or about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more than food, and the body more than clothes? Look at the birds of the air. They do not sow or reap or store away in barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they? Can any one of you, by worrying, add a single hour to your life? And why do you worry about clothes? See how the flowers of the field grow. They do not labor or spin. Yet I tell you that not even Solomon in all his splendor was dressed like one of these. If that is how God clothes the grass of the field, which is here today and tomorrow is thrown into the fire, will he not much more clothe you, you of little faith? So do not worry, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or what shall we wear? For the pagans run after all these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them. But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. Therefore do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. So let's talk about what a woman of faith and trust lives like, acts like, how does she think? And I pray that if you are finding yourself stuck in that cycle of worry, that these five tips will really help you break free from that and move forward into a place where you trust God more. The first thing, which is really key, I think, is that a woman of trust realizes concern is not worry. Concern and worry are not the same things. We need to be concerned about things. Your child being bullied at school is concerning. Maybe your baby not meeting their developmental milestones. These are things to be concerned about. Concern helps us to do something about situations. Go and see the teacher or the principal. Make an appointment with the doctor. Conversely, worry can keep us stuck in a cycle where we do nothing. We're stuck in a place where we're imagining the worst case scenarios, the what ifs. That doesn't help us. Concern helps us to do something. Worry keeps us stuck. A woman of trust realizes the difference. 
The number two thing is a woman of trust realizes that worry does absolutely nothing good for her. The only thing it does is waste her time and her energy and negatively impact her health. Ever dived into the well of worry only to realize half an hour later that you've accomplished absolutely nothing in that time? I have. It's not a pleasant place to be. And there are actual real negative health impacts. So I'm going to list for you some of the negative health impacts of worry. You might recognize some of these that you go through yourself. And this is your body's alarm bell saying, you're worried. You shouldn't be worried. You need to address what's happening. So let's look at them. Digestive disorders. So I get a funny tummy when I worry. I don't feel well. I feel slightly nauseous. Another one is muscle tension. You're feeling that strain in your shoulders and your neck. Short-term memory loss and an inability to make good decisions. Increase in blood pressure. Increase in heart rate. Ever felt that pounding heart when you're feeling particularly worried and stressed? Extreme fatigue. This often comes after a period of worry. Your body then goes into fatigue because your body's had this elevated stress hormone called cortisol coursing through your body. And after that comes the fatigue. Loss of libido. That is not good for any marriage. Disrupted sleep. Headaches. Irritability. You can see how all of these are connected. And so if you're experiencing any of these things, it's your body telling you, you need to look at what's happening. Don't ignore them. Look at what is causing the worry and the stress. It may be really obvious. Other times it's not so obvious. But we need to be looking at that and then addressing these things with God's help. As the verse says, can any of you, by worrying, add a single hour to your life? No, in fact, you lose hours. Number three. A woman of trust knows that she always has a choice when worries want to fill her mind. It may be a hard choice, especially if you're in the habit of worrying, but there is always a choice. Choose to pray and ask the Holy Spirit to renew your mind. Telling yourself to stop worrying doesn't work. Fill your mind with prayer and with scripture. A couple of days back, I was feeling anxious about something. And I was talking to my husband and he basically said, you know, it's out of your control. And this verse came to my mind, John 16, 33, and it really, really encouraged me. I have told you these things so that in me, you may have peace. In this world, you will have trouble, but take heart. I have overcome the world. In him, we have peace. That is not dependent on your circumstances. We can walk through any circumstance with peace. The peace of God that guards our hearts and our minds. How amazing is that? The fourth thing a woman of trust does is she looks beyond her circumstances to the eternal. A woman of trust realizes that this world is not all there is. She is living for eternity. She realizes that we live in a fallen world and sometimes bad things happen and sometimes we or our children make mistakes. Decide in advance how you will respond 
when bad things happen or when you make a mistake. A couple of years ago, my husband made quite a large mistake at work. And while the management didn't handle it very well, the fact is he made the mistake. He ended up actually having to resign over this mistake. So it was a pretty large mistake and it was really hard, but he responded so well. He came home, he humbled himself before me and before God, and we just got on our knees in prayer. So that a few days later when he was told he would need to resign, we weren't so worried. We were like, okay, God, what are you going to do? Long story short is within three days, three days, he had a new job, a job that has proven to be better and closer to home. So place your hope in the God who not only knows what's ahead of you, but is working on your behalf, even when you don't deserve it. We didn't deserve what God did for us. My husband made a bad mistake. But he humbled himself. He loves God. His heart was in the right place. And God worked on our behalf. We had to live through the consequences, of course. There were consequences to the mistake. The main one being the loss of his job. But God was so good to us. Lastly, the woman of trust does her best to cultivate contentment in her life. This is a big one for me. God loves us so much. We have the job, the house, the husband that he wants for us. And no, things are not going to be perfect. But how are you going at being content with what he's given you? When things are not going how I would want them to, it tends to make me worry about what I'm doing wrong or what have I done wrong. But do you know that God feels the same towards you on your worst day and on your best day? The way he feels towards you and me never ever changes. He doesn't change. It's not conditional. So ask God to help you be content with whatever circumstances you encounter. Make a habit of noticing the many ways that God is blessing you today. They are all around you. If you have a roof over your head, if you have food, if you have clothing, if you have a car, you have much more than a lot of people have. And you need to be content. Contentment helps us not to worry about a lot of things. True biblical contentment is a conviction that Christ's power, purpose and provision is sufficient for every circumstance. Do you believe that? Because if you do, it will help you not to worry. You have all that you need. You have all that you need for the future and God will provide everything that we need for everything that we are called to do. Let's just go over those five ways that a woman of trust thinks and acts. Number one, she realizes concern is not worry. Number two, she realizes that worry does absolutely nothing good for her. Number three, she knows that she always has a choice when worries want to fill her mind. Number four, she looks beyond her circumstances to the eternal. And number five, she does her best to cultivate contentment in her life. If you're enjoying this podcast, I would love to have you listen in regularly. So press subscribe or follow on whatever platform it is that you're listening on.
If you'd like to know more about me and what I do, you can head to pennytussie.com. I'd also love to have you in my Facebook group for Christian mums and women. It's a place where there is community, encouragement, upskilling and tips. You'll love it there. So if you're a mum or a woman and you'd love to be a part of it, head along to my website and there's a link that you can join from there. Also on the website, you will find my prayer guide, seven powerful scriptures to pray over your health, home and business. Pop your email address in and you can download that straight away. Have a wonderful rest of the day or the night and I'll catch you later.